0: Some Man City fan apparently slugged him
1: Oh, I like Jeremy Shit, you're old It was a direct attack at you Like, you look every bit 30, huh?
2: He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout
1: Watch,
0: watch, rumbles on Pina Colada, large one
1: Yes, new intro song, Some but Man your fan favourite host oh, is Jeremy. back, and uh, we are here with episode 65 of the Football Played on Paper podcast. Um, as I said, yeah, your host is back, so thank God for that, a couple of blogs really good for that. Um, yeah. We've got a full compliment though, Job is here.
2: Yeah, g'day mate, how are you?
1: Yeah, good. Barney. Hey Sean. And uh Noob. How are you, mate? Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> feeling, feeling more relaxed, not having to host. It's good. Oh, it's good. Really threw me in the deep end there. No, nah, I listened to the listened to the pod when I was away. Boys, you sound really good. Um some really good insights there. I think I heard um yeah, Belgium not to get it done by against Russia. Um I think we <laughs> what else did we hear? Oh, we heard um Denmark were gonna trounce Finland, so yeah, some good insights. Oh, we were completely soon. wrong, but it was
0: a really good flow to it. <laughs> it's a really nice flow. Less conflict.
2: A lot of positive energy. <laughs> Less oh, that's, a, that's how I felt.
1: <laughs> no, good one, boys. Um, really enjoyed the pod, but here we are, episode 65. Uh, we have a um, bit of a review to do over the coming games and then um, we're going to preview our next lot before the next pod. So looking forward to that. But we might crack in with some uh, weekly happenings. So uh, first up on the weekly happenings list is the VW car that was on <laughs> the pitch um, for the opening game, Italy versus Turkey, referee in the middle, looking around, looking a bit lost, um, needs a football, don't worry. Remote control car, VW, he comes flying onto the pitch, and um, yeah, referee takes the ball out of his little boot, and then uh, we're away. What do you boys think of that? Nice little start to the tourney? Um, what? Was it just that game? I yeah. think it was I didn't just see it in Italy. Rules. Why? Yeah. Like, Italy, I get, I, mean, I get why, but why just that game? Like, did, opening, did anyone else game. think it
2: was Insignia's actual car? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <Was> that- <laughs> no, yeah, no that's rough. That it emotion. wasn't remote controlled.
2: He <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't find a park.
1: It was late to the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw some of those memes. Yeah, there was good.
0: <laughs> no, I thought, I thought, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was a, I'm assuming it was a bit of a like a, obviously cross promotion with, uh, with Volkswagen and trying to be a bit more COVID safe. Except more people have to touch the ball <laughs> or the car yeah, just to yeah, get it yeah. out there to yeah. the referee. So yeah. not sure about the COVID safe on that side, but uh, very interesting, good start.
1: Um, interesting. The next couple of games had it on the plinth too, back to the traditional stuff. So, yeah, keep mm. an eye out for that. Um, next on the weekly the happenings list is uh, Jesse Lingard having a good old time out in Croatia. Did anyone see this one? I assume you did, Sean. Oh, I did, yeah. No, I can't believe you boys haven't seen this. Um, yeah, no. He obviously I'm across. didn't he? I'm I'm across um, Jesse's Lingard socials, obviously, um, yeah. but he's Jim out Gardner's having Ridge a good too. time in Croatia, wearing a Declan Rice shirt um, Declan Rice. with a parrot attached to his right shoulder, um, <laughs> drinking cocktails, singing "Coming Home" um, while watching the England game. So he's taking the piss. Uh, so although he's not in the squad, I feel as though like he's having the best time out of a lot.
0: He's turned from uh, just missing out in the squad into biggest England super fan going around. Yeah.
1: No, I like that. I think it, it sort of implies that they had sort of good energy in their in their team, and he's not sort of devastated by it, and yeah, just sort of moved off and, and sucked about not being in the team. So yeah, no, I'll rate that not, by Jesse. Not like he's the one that started the hashtag Southgate out uh, hashtag <laughs> yeah. when uh when they named at left back. That went viral pretty quick. Yeah. Right. Is that, um, is um, that a come and get me, is, uh, Mario?
2: Is it a come and get me For play who? from from Lingard with the rice shirt? He's going.
1: I'm staying. Oh, that's true. Send a message. Yeah, maybe. I didn't think of that. Um, next on the list is Mario and Luigi um, in the crowd for the Italy game. Um, surely, you boys saw this. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I sort of thought saw it. Uh, I was wondering whether they were Italian fans or opposition fans taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> slightly racist. Yeah, slightly racist. Um, no, I guess I, it makes sense for Italians to to embrace that stereotype maybe i don't know what do you reckon
2: seems racist to me
1: yeah just yeah straight but- up
2: it's a cancel culture mate like that was racist
1: yeah. <laughs> i, I re- liked it i liked it i like the dress ups coming through um and that's probably the best best one i've seen so far
0: has there ever actually been anything put out from internet to say that it, they actually are italian or is it just assumed Could go either way on that one I think it's a.
1: Like, uh, I think it's assumed by the catchphrase um, that they rattle off, and the name Mario and Luigi, and the the black straight hair. Yeah, and <laughs> try the big here, boys. go just, just to <laughs> yeah, yeah, So next topic. Yeah, easier one. Ericsson's heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this Gosh. is this is tough. Um, not what everyone wants to see. Um, Christian Ericsson, um playing for Denmark in the Finland game. Started the game, um, seemed to be moving all right, had a couple of shots, um, laid some balls off, was looking his usual self, 40-odd minutes, um, a throwing gets thrown to him, and he takes a, a first touch to sort of bounce it back to the thrower and then heads down um, face first. So um, I think there was yeah mixed news about what's coming out, but um, essentially he's had some sort of heart, um, heart attack or cardiac arrest of some description. Um, the referee sort of waved on the the medical staff, and, and he was come on and apparently revived while on the pitch, and then obviously we had yeah. all those scenes that that followed. But yeah, not what you want to see. No, they the players that's sort of when they surrounded him like that was when he was he was actually getting the CPR, and um, it was, it was kind of a it's like a not a it's a tough thing to watch sort of thing. Like, so kind, of, kind of kind of startling to just see someone fit, healthy sort of person just kind of collapse like that. Bit, bit confronting so um no nah, not a not 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 exactly a highlight but definitely a memorable part of the tournament so far unfortunately
0: yeah going back and like watching the footage again um just like when it happened and they didn't actually show anything from like when ericsson actually went down but just like looking at the crowd reactions from both sides and just the players and coaches it was um yeah, it was pretty scary and, and shocking to see and yeah, not not nice. Um, nice thing that happened, but apparently the Denmark team doctors come out and said that yeah, he had a cardiac arrest and he was actually um, gone for a period. Wow! And then they defribbed him once and he came back. And um, they said he says it's pretty unlikely that you get him on the first defrib, so it was very lucky from from that view. Um, but yeah, he's in hospital still. I think getting just getting uh, monitored and and hopefully on the mend. But
1: I doubt we'll see him back on a soccer field ever again. Now, I think, Job, you said in maybe the last step or the one before about those the statistics of football and you kind of wanted to see some of those like the the beauty of of football, I guess, that was sort of one of those moments with the the supporters of both teams sort of like during that period of time when they didn't know what was happening and stuff were really sort of coming together. All the players sort of when they came back on to continue the match a little while later, they were like hugging each other like um, all the Finland players were sort of giving hugs and, and shaking hands before they restarted the match with the Denmark players. It was like a real sort of mutual respect that, yeah. and, and coming together. Yeah, it's it was really that that was nice like, to um, see.
2: Um, nostalgic moment about like that's the sort of stuff that you get excited about like and you're like as a football fan. Yeah. Like you see an human awful element. incident. Yeah, and then like two teams come together for this amazing mm. thing. that Like you can't quantify
1: that. Like Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a shame it had to come at the expense of arguably Ericsson's career. Yeah. Um, a lot was made of the... Um, the live feed that was coming through from uh, UEFA that sort of goes out to all the TV channels just still crossing over um, to the game and showing those those scenes. Did anyone have any strong opinions on that? I, I mean, I, I kind of thought it was okay. I wanted to see that he was okay and wanted to... Yeah, see. yeah, I guess. If, yeah, I, I mean, live, when it's happening live, I don't have a problem with that at all. It's, I think it's, it's good to be able to see what's happening. I, I did, obviously, the highlights packages and things like that on Optus and things didn't show it, sort of skipped over it. Um, which is understandable. Uh, but th- yeah, no.
2: I think it's a bit hard for like for someone in the to make a judgment assessment like right there and then. Like I think jumping on and criticising is a little bit heavy because like mm. so you're doing that and it, like you don't know if that's an ACL, you don't know if he's like just got a concussion, like you like, oh you should have yeah. cut it out because he had a heart attack. Like that they, they don't know. Yeah. It. Don't know like, it could be any other injury, roof. like so I think it's it's pretty harsh to criticize him.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty harsh and I, I think, as you say, the onus would probably go back onto the viewer at that point. Like if it's coming through and you don't want to see it, then well, you turn can it off. easily turn it off. Yeah, but yeah. as I said, I, I was watching and I wanted to know that, yeah, that it, whether they, they got him up and, and put him on the stretcher and to see that he was getting ruled out and had some sort of consciousness um, was what I was there watching to, um, was what I was trying to see really, so not. Not really it's there for not, any bad news. Yeah,
0: not like they had a camera like close up on Erickson or anything. Nah, it was like yeah. from the other side of the field, you could see the players grouped around him. Like you weren't seeing any graphic scenes. Yeah, um, and that was just. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like like you've all said, I think it's just good to keep updates in of yes, he's okay, he's conscious. They're getting him off the field. Like you don't. Yeah, you don't want to see exactly what's happening. You just want to know know what is happening, sort of thing.
1: On yep. a not to make light of the that situation, but to, to- point out a more humorous aspect of that incident if you do get a, a chance to rewatch the clip have a look at the team doctor from Denmark when he comes out he's got double bags in both hands sprinting full power probably fastest than faster than I've ever run in my entire life with two like big medical bags in each hand it's uh it's unreal he he looked like kind of that referee we spoke about in the last podcast <laughs> like his upper body strength would have been next level to run that fast without the use of your arms that's something else it's impressive yeah very impressive so, yeah he's done well we wish ericsson the best um yeah. but we'll move on to some better news um thank god donnarumma has found a home um he's got off to psg um what do you think about this one barney happy with this
0: yeah, I'm I'm really liking that uh, PSG, after everyone sort of a – few, few, a few big free agents have come out this off-season and everyone's sort of like, oh, yeah, that's Barca there. They've got them. They've got them. And then PSG are just hoovering them all up <laughs> yeah. in spite of Barcelona. Like we said the other day about them <laughs> taking Wijnaldum just to spite Barcelona. They're doing it again to uh, with Donnarumma. Not that he was really linked with Barcelona, but, you know, they probably had a look in because he was a free agent and PSG have got him. I'm sure they need more depth. Uh, but, yeah, he, do you reckon he'll be starting over Keo and Navas? I don't think he should, but do you reckon he will?
1: Oh, I think he will. I don't think he'll bring someone like Donnarumma in to not start over Navas, but I'll rate Navas. do? same. Uh, yeah, it is a tough one, but, yeah, like you said, even from Donnarumma's perspective, he probably wouldn't have agreed to go if he was going to be back up, I wouldn't imagine. I, I mean, they're probably. I don't know what his wages are. It's probably insane. Astronomical,
2: but- I'd guess. Yeah. yeah, would
1: you be happy? I, see, I'd be happy to take a shit ton of money and sit on the bench, but not everyone <laughs> is. Some people have higher aspirations and more self-respect, so maybe he does. But it depends what stage of your career you're at. You could do the Mark Switzer and just float around collecting checks yeah. for the last part of your career, and and you could say like, you would genuinely be happy with that role, do you know what I mean? You still get, that, um, you still get to go to work and work as a professional footballer, and you're- the idea of your career and the goal of your career might have changed slightly where you just want to pass some knowledge on. But Don Room was at the place where he needs to play. He's too young not to play. Yeah. He has been there. Well, what is he now? 24? 22. Oh, He's Jesus so young Christ. for a keeper yeah. huh? So the thing is too, as a goalkeeper, you, that lifestyle of, of collecting a paycheck and playing until you're 47 is really appealing because you, you, so, it can be pretty cruisy later on in your career, like you said, with like say a Mark Swartzer type. Um, but also goalkeeper training looks really fun day to day so yeah he's picking up he a million
2: enjoyed. bucks a month as well so that helps
1: yeah but he, that he's, ar- he's already
0: played 215 senior games yeah. for yeah, me he was 16 or something
1: wasn't yeah. it yeah in 2015 even. he started
0: yeah. playing yeah that's unreal you would
1: imagine he'd be smashing some records for um italy too um before all yeah. is said and done
0: yeah. yeah 27 games for italy already as well he kind of was that young prodigy that that panned out like he he
1: lived up to his hype yeah because yeah, talking yeah, about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. does not want
0: anything
2: yet so just be mindful of that
1: <laughs> it was a psg so he won't for a while anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's true um all right the last weekly happenings is um we're off to um the copper and we are here to talk about brazil venezuela jobber take us away mate what's happened to you
2: so this was absolutely outrageous. So the day before the game, which is the kickoff for the Copa America tournament, Venezuela had 12 players ruled out with COVID-19. So I know you're thinking, we've got a COVID problem. What's the last thing you want to see? Yeah, you got Brazil this week. Neymar is fit and firing. Do
1: you think, that's an, not, not say it's an excuse, but do you think it, it made a huge difference on the outcome of the match?
2: It was a very turgid affair. Like they just <laughs> were not willing to attack at all. So yeah, I, don't, yeah. I think I think they would have lost, but it was like for a Brazil game it was pretty boring.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that too. Actually, not not a, not a lot of flair, you might say. Not that as much of that Brazilian flair. I saw a lot of long balls. So
2: was this was Brazil. this
0: a um, was this a Copa America or a World Cup qualifying game? It's
2: a Copa America, mate. We're living it. It's running Copa right America.
0: now. Okay, yep. now because they had a bunch of qualifying games just be like just last yeah. week, so I didn't know if they were still continuing all, or not. It's all happening. It is all happening. Yeah, right. Yeah. I um Brazil are in some really good form as well. They haven't lost barely any games recently. So yeah, it'd be coming up against the most informed South American team when you just lost over half your team to COVID would be a nice surprise.
2: Yeah, Neymar's yeah. um trying to get Palais record <laughs> as well. So he's only got ten goals to go.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, he's done... Oh, I saw those stats come through the other day, Snuck actually, up. how well he did. Um, yeah, he should break that easy. He still ain't quite young, too. Oh, for sure. I didn't realize he was so close to it. He just broke the record as well for most assists for
0: Brazil ever by any okay. one player. He got 47, I think. Yeah, fair play. As well. So, yeah, he's uh, he's well on his way to breaking that record.
1: All right. We are on to our opening question. So, Jobber, over to you, mate. What is the opening question this week? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so look, it was a big week in the Euros, but um, Goran Pandev became the second oldest scorer in Euros history. Uh, the bloke who is the first actually paid for Austria too, so if you're India history, interesting fact. But the biggest story was the recovery of his hairline. Did anyone else notice this?
1: <laughs> oh, no. Film I haven't seen enough comparison photos lately to qualify it as a recovery, but if you say so, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Conte you recovery? What type of recovery? It's still not great. It's not, <laughs> it's a- not great. <laughs>
2: so there's on a, a scale famous- of one to Conte,
1: what have we got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: a famous photo on the top of his head and it looks like a penis. Um, just <laughs> some high real stuff. So do yourself a favor. Get So Google aerial chopper shot. Goran Pandev,
1: just stop it. <laughs> and then oh
2: have a look at his hair now. Honestly, it has come on leaps and bounds. Looks like carpet. <laughs> um,
1: Great but, for a flick on header.
2: Yeah. Oh no, he you, you can't head the ball. That's, those plugs are coming straight out. Um, <laughs> so, so the question that I the question that nothing I nothing with out spin this,
1: on it, nothing with spin.
2: <laughs> the question that I took out of this. So that was the thing that caught my eye this week. But what caught you boys' eyes? Sean, I will start with you.
1: Um, Well, my highlight of the opening couple of games was um, in the Austria-North Macedonia game, believe it or not. Um, And I'm pretty comfortable to go with this one because I'm also comfortable that no one else will have this answer. So um, I'll take you to the 88th minute, okay? Austria are up 2-1 at this point. And Marco Aneltovic, you might remember him, um, comes in, nice little flick over the top, little touch across the keeper, um, and then just rolls it in from um, just inside the penalty area. Nice little finish. You think you'd be happy. Um, wielding off to, to take your team 3-1, get three points in your opening game. No. Turns over um, to the North Macedonia defense and then just starts gobbling off. And he was he looked so <laughs> yeah. fucking angry. I've never seen a man um, look so angry after scoring a goal. 3-1, you just put the finishing touches on it, and he was furious about it for some reason. Yeah, did you, I don't, I, did you see Alaba come over and get, have a word to him? Yeah, well, I, but what was he angry of it? Does anyone even know? know? Like obviously yeah. you might have started your defender in each. Is that why? Yeah, that was, that, was
2: the, that was what ticked him off and then Alaba's tried to muzzle him.
1: But so it only why was he having to the theatre. Why was he going at North Macedonia players? for They didn't put him on the bench. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> well, they're I, just reminding him I that did, he was on the bench. Have
2: you ever been so angry you just don't care anymore?
1: Yeah, he seems like that kind of guy who yeah. doesn't direct Have you, have you ever met
0: is—he no. is just a, like angry person all the time for no exact reason. <laughs> what did you mean Anatovich? He's a stately 4 oh, yeah. Gotten a gotten a biff with him. No, he he is constantly angry. He's always chirping yeah. off about something. He's he never like he's never guy. satisfied. He could have started him and been given the captain's armband and scored a hat trick, and he still would have been gobbing off to someone. So, I yeah, it was. I saw him do it, and it was. I was like, what's he yelling at? And then I was like, oh, it's an out of itch. Don't worry. All
2: right, so I won't tell you Tom. a guest for next week, Barney. But what was your answer to the question?
0: <laughs> 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 Just me and him, one v one. No, it's he um, I. My one of my biggest, high, I couldn't decide between daily Blinds lack of hair, slash that's obviously where Goran Panda has been getting his new carpet from. Um, or I still think we've already talked about it once, but the little V dub car for me is mm. still my highlight of the tournament so far. That was that was outstanding, nice. it was very unexpected. I hadn't seen any anything in the build up to it, and then out of nowhere, we're about like everyone's both teams lined up either side of the field referees waiting waiting to get the ball. And I'm like, okay, yeah, what's going on here? And then out of nowhere, they cut to the little, little car, in Sydney's car, and they, uh, they pop the ball into it and then it floors out to the centre field, get, drops it off and then flies back off the field. I thought that was fantastic, real highlight for me. What about you, Halsey? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah I, I was more of a – mine's gone to a bit of a crowd watching one. I did mention it to you while we were watching the England game last night actually. Some of – so there's is a, is a bit of a pattern, particularly, Sean, I don't know if you want to block your ears, some of the England fans, <laughs> and that can be quite obnoxious. But yeah, seems <laughs> <as laughs> out of character, but continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> particularly, I noticed a trend. So obviously, you've got your hooligans with your shirts off. That's pretty standard, mm, the best yeah, ones, you know, yeah. out of shape. That's That's that. But the other thing I noticed too is with England fans, you see it at a club level too in the Premier League often too, is Careful. there'll always be one either one person either in shot or out coming out of shot, but you always see someone giving the forks <laughs> or the finger, even if it's not the guy that's like got his shirt off, but there'll be a, a hand coming in from like left of screen giving the forks in some direction. And it's how you like orientate, you can orientate where the England fans are in relation to the opposition fans by the direction the forks are going. And it's just like... Like, last night, it, it didn't seem like that fiery of an affair, but as soon as yeah scored, the forks were out, the fingers <laughs> were out, the tits were out, everything was going. Did you, did you see the England fan
0: who ripped his shirt off, was terribly unfit and pale, and was bouncing
1: on the chair covers like a trampoline? <laughs> Saw a number of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. And oh. the other thing with the... the those, It wasn't just England fans, but like... um. The young ones that were filming every single set piece on their iPhones, like they were yeah. going to get some exclusive scoop on if that <laughs> if that free kick went in. It's like, yes, yeah. I got it. No one else got this. Yeah. Like, I'll show my mates because they're not going to watch the highlight package on YouTube. That really it, annoyed me too. I, like some guy's holding up his iPhone Seven. And I was like, this guy's got like a um, HD camera over here with like professional cameramen and you're filming it on your shitty flip phone, mate. Like, yeah, you exactly. It. <laughs> away you your you experience it, before. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can't do yeah. I know. Yeah. No, his next movie. the his, other. His next movie is that iPhone 7 goes straight at the nearest opposition fan's head and then the forks come up straight after.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, he's got a crack screen too. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, oh, I did boy, see a nice. So yeah, I, I
2: gave my Tagore like, and Pandev's hairline was the, the story for me. And the tears Naturally. during the national anthem too was nice as well from Pandev. I don't know if you saw that, but he um mm, he was quite touchy. emotional. It was. So let's get into the review. So we start with the big one Italy three, Turkey, Neil Sean. Was this the performance of the Euros so far?
1: I think so. Like, if you're looking for a standout performance, it's got to be Italy, 3-0. Um, Belgium might give them a shout, but, yeah, I think just Italy looks so good. The best thing I liked about Italy was their their passing patterns were just so nice and, like, really intricate in that those front third. Looks so good, doesn't oh, it? Oh, geez, it looks like they've been, like, together forever, um, that I, team. Like, I, I heard I, you guys mention on the previous one, probably how they were sort of building to this tournament. Um, and, that yeah. yeah, they've clearly put work in and, and had a, an end goal to get to, but... Yeah, I think Italy looked really good. They're 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 passing um all those sort of half spaces. Um and I think Jorginho did well, um, Locatelli did well, Insignia did well. Um, yeah, just in all those half spaces. That they looked unreal. And they pulled Turkey apart. But how tired did Turkey look? They looked knackered yeah, early on. They were yeah. so average, yeah. yeah. Their midfield, I was meant. I think I mentioned that off off air. It was how like spread their midfield was. It was I think it was a second goal. If you watch the replay back, there's just Italy stroll forward. Not even like a counter attack. It's kind of like at a regular mm-hmm. pace, moving the ball forward. And there's just the midfield of Turkey is still up with the forwards. There's just no one tracking back. And so it's it's like a it's like a six v four, basically sort of attack like an attacking drill almost for Italy. And it's just it's too easy. I was I was yeah, so I think impressed. Yeah, they just move the ball. Like, sorry, yeah. I'll take this
0: one. Thanks, Job. Um, I think they just they just move the move the ball like so well and so quickly as well. And so yeah. like if you turn it over, they can like quickly get behind you and then you, you're caught out. Um, yeah, I was very disappointed with Turkey. I mean, as, as the listeners will know, I put them as my dark horse for tournament and they did not really turn up to this game at all. Um, but yeah, very impressive from Italy against probably the second best te- team in their group. Um, yeah, I didn't. I can't even remember a chance that Turkey looked like they were even going to score. It was like mm. n- not even a half chance, really. It was just very solid by the Italians. Um, and that uh, I know, Josh, you thought Demarai should have done better for that first goal. But what did you boys think about the uh, the own goal? I think Josh thought he could have uh, maybe moved his feet. a bit I watched better it and back and I stand by what I said
1: because he was sidestepping. Really? So why why sidestep when he can? walk backwards and then your body's facing. Anyway, it's, we're getting too nitty, nitty, nitty <laughs> there. I don't think he could have done um, too much more. The only thing I was um, not excited about was that the first goal of the tourney was an own goal. No one wants to see oh, that, nah, There's nothing nah. better than that first goal of the tournament.
0: Yeah. It
1: was, was a nice own goal though. Like I, I, I'm not blaming him for the goal. I just feel like because obviously a lot of shit went wrong leading yeah. up to that. But I'm like, yeah. it was still avoidable up to that point, I thought. But anyway. You're a hard, hard taskmaster.
2: That's that's tough. Yeah,
1: real real tough on the defenders these days.
2: So Italy smacked through. overlay pinched one for all of us that um, predicted him to win the golden boot. So watch that space, uh, Italy I was top of the group. Mm. And then we move mm. on to Wales one, Switzerland one. Barney, you were quite excited about Wales. Did they meet your expectations?
0: I think you I think you're thinking of the wrong person here, Josh. But uh, yeah, did not. I didn't think much of Wales before the the tournament, and then. Uh, outside of the goal, they nicked back. I didn't think much of them after that game. They were, um, I think they were pretty lucky to come out of this so with lucky. a point. Um, a great header from Kiefer Moore, but like, yeah, Switzerland had the majority of the, the ball in this game and looked like the much better side and would be very disappointed that they didn't take the win here. Mbolo um, was very impressive from Switzerland, looked very dangerous in the second half and had a lot of like, runs from halfway where he took on the whole Wales he defense. Powerful. Yeah, and then just couldn't finish finish the job, but yeah, I think so, Wales got out.
1: It- he looks so raw. He looks like he needs to work on his technique. Like he's got yeah. all the tools and then he just needs some like technical coaching and he'll be something different, but he looked dangerous. Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> yes, <it's like> that Dan James? Yes. He's over the hill, mate. He's he um the, the thing I noticed with, again on the the midfielders for Wales were just like they did the, Austria, sorry, Switzerland played through them a lot, but not like long balls over the top. They just passed the ball on the deck and just split the midfield straight up to the forwards from the defence so much. And like the the Welsh midfielders just didn't seem to do anything to try and cut that out or like help it. They just, they were just getting like torn apart in that midfield so much. Yeah. I think they're going to lose that midfield battle if you've got Ramsay and Bale playing as 10. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're just going to be so isolated. In, like, you're not going to get much um, work out of them defensively. So, I think, yeah, that makes sense, Halsey. As you say, that they could, um, Switzerland could just play straight through the middle. But uh, to be honest, I thought both teams were a bit flat and a bit, um, a bit uninspiring. Like, yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? I, I watched this game and, and neither team made me think, oh, gee, they could go through this group and do something. Like, I watched this game and thought, geez. If, if either of them get through, um, yeah, they'll they'll struggle or they'll go out right now. Yeah, I'm
2: with, I'm with you, Sean. I watched that game thinking Italy could get a hold of both of those teams. Mm.
1: Oh, um, easy. If,
2: uh, maybe Switzerland can, like, if they're not the offensive force in the game, they can, like, be quite rigid. But I was like, yeah, Italy could absolutely get a hold of both of those teams. Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, these are the two teams I thought wouldn't make it out of the group anyway or would be not top two. So I, wouldn't, I wasn't expecting... Expecting much from I was expecting Switzerland to to win, so that was disappointing for them. But yeah, I don't I don't think the either of these two will qualify out of this group unless there's something from
1: Bale special. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Outside of set pieces, Wales just didn't seem to have anything. Mm. So mm. yeah. They, All right, they, so let's
2: yeah. let's move on So that group. So we have Italy first, and then Wales and Switzerland tied on one point each, and then Turkey bringing up the rear. Dark horse, my ass. Um, all right, <laughs> so let's move on. So Denmark nil, Finland one. So this game was obviously crazy for Eriksen's injury. Mm. Um, on the actual football side of things, pretty disappointing for Denmark. And I know, like, it's hard to sort of make yeah. a judgment, but they absolutely dominated this game.
1: It was it was crazy outside. Even regardless of the Eriksen incident, the I think I showed you guys the stats. It looked like a, a FIFA. 20 result or something where you play your mate and he has one shot on target and scores and you have 23 shots and you can't get one. It was a very frustrating affair for Denmark, I think. Plus, the penalty they got I, don't, I didn't like it. What do oh. you guys think of it? Oh, that
0: was not that. a pen. No. My God. That's a, no. That is a straight-up dive. And the fact that they went to VAR and VAR said no enough to overturn it is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Oh, after I got to VAR, I was like, oh, that's good. It's gone to VAR. At least they'll flip the decision. But yeah, mm. that, when they stuck with it, I was like, oh, that, that's rubbish. But what about the quality of the penalty from Hoiberg? That was a even worse pen. than the call. Oh,
0: yeah. yuck. Yeah, no good. Yeah, I know this is a massively disappointing result for Denmark and huge for Finland. But like, I it doesn't surprise me that like the Dan- Danish players couldn't get over the line with this game. Like after yeah. what happened to their teammate, and like and It'd the rattled. fact that they still went on and finished the game, like I I was surprised that yeah it was it could have been like a worse loss. Like it was just like they'll be so rattled, and I think like they were all pro- half of them probably thinking like, what's the point? of of football, yeah. not even finishing this match. Like, What's the point of football when this can happen to you? Oh, but geez, I think yeah. the other
2: thing is too, like there is the incident, which is obviously horrifying, but there's also the player. Like they lost their best player. Like the yeah, player who, yeah, who, yeah. who's probably most likely to pinch the goal or create the chance like mm. that we'll get the goal.
1: They did score as well, but they were offside. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder what this does for the rest of Denmark's tournament as, as well. So as you yeah. say, Job, you, they lost the player, but then do they go into the next game and do they just really just go out with a whimper? From here, yeah, um, maybe. and do all the players just want to get out of the the tournament, really, um, or does it do the opposite? Do they think, oh, gee, hang on, we owe Ericsson here, and this is really going to pull us together, and they they really have, um, you know, they really fly through the next two games. It's probably going to go two ways. I'm probably leaning towards option one, really. Yeah, I think, I think I think it's way going way to
2: galvanise them. them. I think I think they'll go oh. because like they won in '92 on the back of like getting in by default, um, and like just the way <laughs> think- the way the whole thing's gone, I think there's going to be like a lot of soul-searching and then there'll be like a lot of we can't lose this now sort of thing, like, you know, that sort of way. And I think there's enough strong characters in there. That, like I think the incident shows we've got a lot of strong characters in there. Mm, um, yeah, but I think they we'll were fine too.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the second half, they were still clearly the better team. Um, yeah. Just that one at chance that Finland got and it went in, it definitely, I think it was yeah. a saveable, saveable header.
2: Yeah, and but they've also become everyone's second team now.
1: Yeah, true, that's true. true. Like, they filled that so void that Turkey could... originally had until they were shit. Everyone hates
2: them now. Yeah. Um, all right. So I agree. With, let's, sorry, let's one more on. thing. Oh, yeah, I agree
1: with that. I agree with that. Um, that was definitely savable by Casper. I mean, yeah. that's a soft header straight to him, and he just really flapped it. Don't really. I so. think it caught him out because it was sort of the guy really snuck in between the two defenders, and then it but was, was that a, awkward height of like defending. in between his yeah 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 in between his arm and his leg. Mm. For Michael, That awkward one he's, so- he's,
0: he's literally had to do Nothing all game And that's like the first thing So like you yeah. see like it's like You're like dropping off A little bit because say, like, oh not, They probably won't win This header will clear it And he's like oh shit He's actually got to it And it's, it's come down low and hard Yeah, yeah. Out of yep.
1: character by him yeah.
0: Alright so yep. let's move on <laughs> To the
2: next one So what I thought Was the most disappointing Fixture of the First set of fixtures So Belgium 3 Russia 0 Barney you warned us All about Russia And they were Equally if not More <laughs> shit <laughs>
0: Can you stop putting words in my mouth? <laughs> I uh, yeah, I did. I did say we had a lot of tournament bias towards Russia, and uh, yeah, they lived up to my hype of being terrible. They looked so bad. Oh, it was horrible so to watch. Slow. I mean, Bel- Belgium were yeah. good in periods, but like they weren't. They weren't absolutely dominate dominating like so like Italy were in that game. Like they they definitely dominated periods and, and look good, but yeah. Just against a much worse team as well. Like, Turkey's a better team than than what Russia are. Um, but as I called it last week, Lukaku looks absolutely cream. He looks he looks good to uh, go and win the golden boot, I reckon. So, that was <laughs> another Russia. great pick by me. Two in the first game. It's a good start to the tournament. But, um, yeah, that was uh, pretty uninspiring from Russia. And, yeah, Belgium, while they it was good to get a 3-0 win, they weren't, Super impressive. Over I, the think, game, I
1: think. I think Belgium looked good um, going forward, and I don't. I don't see that as being their their problem. Obviously, the the form that the Kaka is in. Um, they didn't start uh, the good Hazard. Um, he come off the bench, but looked all right. Um, to be fair, obviously you've got um Torg in there. You've got um, Tillemans, uh, Merton, so you've got plenty of options going forward. Don't see that as a problem. What I saw as a problem going into the tournament was their defence and about how many limited options that they've got. Um, and the options that they do have, the quality of those. And then, so they've gone with the back three or back five, whichever way you want to read it. And Castagna, who plays on the right-hand side, he come off injured after 25 minutes. And um, Adoveril, um come, no, Vertonghen come off. didn't Vertonghen, yeah. Vertonghen yeah. come Vertonghen, off at yeah. 75 minutes with an ankle problem. So, yeah, they didn't have a lot of defensive options to start with and they copped two injuries in the first game. So uh, yeah, obviously they smashed Russia, ripped them apart, and looked good going forward. I think if those injuries um, are sort of any type of serious injury, um, I think that'll really hurt them down um, later in the tournament. and I think that's when you'll see him undone. I don't think uh, Vatongin's
0: injury is too serious. I think it was more precautionary because he sort of like he kept playing after he did it initially, and then he's like, "No, I'll come off." down, but yeah, Castagna could be out the rest of the tournament. He is, know. He? Oh,
2: he's, got really? a, he's got a fa- double facial fracture or something.
0: Uh, oh, a, so, yeah, yeah, it was it was a terrible yeah. incident that one. Holy crap, that was crazy. And he looked shocking after it as well. <laughs> like he looked like he was like rattled and didn't know where he was. So yeah, unfortunate for him to be like knocked out of the tournament that early. But um, yeah, that that is a that is a worry for Belgium. Although they've got Mounier coming in to fill that space, who's a very good, you know. Backup potentially could have been starting over Kistania. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if they'll go to sure. a four
1: um, because of this now instead of a three. Um, that might change. If Vertonghen's we'll out as well, maybe. Mm. yeah.
2: Roberto or, Martinez yeah. is a is an attacking genius, but his teams have had some defensive frailties in the past. So that'll be interesting to see.
1: I think that'll continue. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so Belgium <laughs> yeah, top the group, Finland second. Uh, we've got Denmark third and Russia dead last. And based on that performance, I don't think that's going to change a great deal. So let's move on to our next... Fixture, which is drum roll please. Eng- Croatia? England one, Croatia nil. Sean, it's I can tell you, buzzing. Yeah, but it, I want to. I want to clear this up too. So if you say it's coming home, that's that's on the World Cup. England have never won the Euros, so it's not coming home. Like, yeah, but not, it's not I get what you're
1: I get what you're saying, but it's a good song, mate. So just lean into it. I don't worry about yeah. it. It's always home. Are you,
2: yeah, yeah. Are you giving me the forks?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Don't, don't come with your logic and your facts. All right, so let's get on to it. England 1-0. Um, Raheem Sterling, the poacher, tucks one away. What do you think, Sean? Are people getting overexcited about Calvin Phillips?
1: Um, I think just the right amount of um, excitement for Calvin Phillips. I thought he did rather well. I don't. Some people were shocked that he started. I wasn't. I had him in, in my team um, next to Rice. So, yeah, I wasn't really shocked by that. I think he did really well. Probably the shocks in terms of selection would be obviously trips at left back. Um, yep. A lot of people thought he might start a right back over Walker, but no, he, he started out on the left, um, which I thought was a little bit odd. Um, considering that we've got two left-backs and one of them, too well didn't even make the squad. Um, Luke Shaw um, was just on the bench. Um, having said that, so having said that um, I think Southgate said it after in the press conference that he just wanted some players with a little bit more experience going to that game. It was big and he thought that it would have been nervy. So that's probably why Shaw got left he, out. The other thing is, Shaw had a, like a little cast over his hand um, and then in training he had that um, kinesic tape Around his left oh, knee as yeah. well, so I'm wondering if he's nursing a little something. Um, I was about and then, to tell
2: you a new one then about Luke Shaw. Yeah. I was like, fuck off, as if Trippier has <laughs> got more experience than Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw's seen
0: no, it Trippier, all, mate. Trippier probably hasn't got more experience than Ben Chilwell, though. <laughs> similar levels of experience. Ben Chilwell just, the, just came off a in, Champions League, plays overseas, win. mate. It's seen the world.
1: Oh, I think I think he's talking about caps. <laughs> oh, um, caps, caps. Is talking about he caps, alone? yeah, because yeah, Gareth was yeah. the, um, the wrong teams. But then, yeah, yeah. So no Jack Grealish, which I don't think was a real shock. I was surprised to see Raheem. I thought he would have gone with, um, with Rashford. But Raheem did really well. And then Job, I've got to talk about it. I've got to talk about his finishing. The, what about those <laughs> two volleys? First half, little oh. throw over the top. That volley on his right foot it went into Rosehead. And then second half, I think it was parried down. It was near Kane and he volleyed it with his left foot just way over the bar as well.
2: Halsey and I were talking about the goal, and like he has done everything he could to miss
1: that. Like, that's it, the defender, that's it, the keeper. How many many steps did he take as it it was happening? I was like, stop stepping, kick it, shoot, (laughs) shoot, shoot, yeah, but um, kick it, kick it, yeah, yeah, um, and but so, yeah, I thought, I thought he did well, um, he worked hard apart from um, his finishing. The other thing, um, I think we covered this on one of the earlier preview pods where I was worried about um, the legs in the midfield of Croatia. And there's a couple of incidences where um, Modric just got absolutely breezed past. Raheem just walked past him early in the first Mm. half. And later on, Jude Bellingham um, literally just walked past him as well. So I think that was a bit of a problem. Um, What was happening is Modric, he started a bit higher, which he wasn't as effective um, as high. So they didn't have a lot of the ball. Um, so then they dropped him into the six. But when they dropped him into the six, obviously the other side of that job is you've got to screen some of the um, back four and I think that was where um, England found some joy when Modric was in the six and England had the ball. Um, But, yeah, I thought he looked good. But, yeah, I think, as you say, Job, I don't think anyone's getting too carried away. I think it's a perfect result for England. It's a win, but we didn't blow them away, so the lid's just on, but it is bubbling. First opening match win at a Euros for England. Huge. Apparently, Yeah, so That's I, I huge. Think, I
2: think England just need to be like reasonable with their expectations. So I feel like a bunch of people saw Calvin Phillips play for the first time ever um, and were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, like he can hit passes, like he can do this and that. Of course he can. He's been, he's been doing it all year. Like he's That's been, what you expect yeah. him to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, thought he's best got, on. Yeah, he's got better players around him. I was a bit surprised with how Sterling played, but they wanted him to come inside. Like, I sort of felt like when I was watching that, like Grealish might have been more suited to that, but Sterling played yeah. really well, so it didn't matter. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I felt like Croatia had the ball and they were happy to give Modric the ball, but they just never looked like they were threatening at all. And there were players like Cole Walker who looked like he could be got at, but it just never happened.
1: <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Cole oh, was his you know, so bad. How good
0: was that moment in the first half where yeah. he carries it across Fast. the field and then... Misses the pass straight out the trippy, oh, and right. then he yells at Trippy for not being there
1: after yeah. dribbling past four other passing options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I,
0: I think I think with Calvin Phillips, it's like I understand people like it's definitely people who getting carried away with how good he is, but I think you've seen a different side to his game that you usually see with le- uh, with Leeds. So with Leeds, he like he sits, he's he's like the Declan Rice. He's sitting there, he's screening, he's laying passes out, and that, and he's not getting forward as much. And he even said it himself, he said he. He he um, he was praising how good Rice was. He said it's an honour to play with someone like Declan Rice because I can um, feel confident in going forward and 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 um, getting the ball further up the field and knowing that eight. Declan's in behind. Yeah. yeah, no, Declan's in behind covering for me if I lose yeah. the ball. So I think it was that's what everyone was so excited about with Phillips. Is that you're like you knew he's good, but then you're like oh, I didn't know he was like that good attack in an attacking sense as well he's, he's yeah. got
1: that um bielsa uh, fitness regime so he can really oh, go yeah. box to box which um he was covering heaps of ground and look really good um, but job on that selection you're talking about up top or who plays either side of um harry kane i think yeah. what what they'll never do is though not never but what they were unlikely to do was to play sort of like one of their inverted wingers options so you're not going to perceive foden and Grealish inside the same team. Yeah. Like you're either going to see Rashford on one side and Grealish on the other and then Foden on one side and Raheem on the other. So because Harry comes so far deep to get the ball, I think if you've got two inverted wingers, like see how that space just gets so condensed, you need someone to stretch it. And I think yeah. that's why Raheem or um, Rashford is always going to play.
2: I think that's true because Trippier on that side as well. So Raheem had to go wide because Trippier being right-footed is going to come, come in. Come in. Yeah, so it's like, I was sort of justifying it to myself during the game because I just wanted to see Jack Grealish. Um,
1: yes. Yeah, so. But cast. no, look,
2: great result for England. So Croatia is probably their toughest obstacle in the group. 1-0 win, you take that any day. Uh, revenge, Sean? Is that fair?
1: Uh, it did feel good. We beat him a couple of times in the Nations League, aka the big one. But yeah, I think we still need to beat him a few more times to make up for that semi final
2: loss. Yeah, sounds like the what? Audi Cup. Um, Let's move on to the next one. So Austria 3, North Macedonia 1. Um, Pretty much what you expect, but it was good to see the North Macedonians get a goal and get up and about, wasn't it?
0: How bad was that goal as well? <laughs> it was. It was like I was like loving and especially Pandev scoring. It was fantastic. Yeah. But like that was such a bad goal. The Austrian defender goes to clear it <laughs> straight to his teammate, bundles back to the keeper who slides out loses the ball in his hands because he gets hit by a Macedonian player and then Pandev's just there and like, oh, sweet, and just passes yeah. it straight into an open
1: goal. Did
2: you get the feeling when he scored he didn't know what to do so he tried to do all the celebrations?
1: He cried, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he really cried.
2: Did. He did like the chest wobble. And-
1: he did a knee slide <laughs> like, in there, yeah, I think. Knee got slide. back yeah. up and did another celebration. I was
2: to a robot.
1: What did you guys think about the goalkeeping in this game? Like, Pretty him. much all of the goals, I thought the keeper could have done better. Yeah. Oh. Why'd they go with Stecklenburg, by the way? Because the, the other, other option's about, Tim Crew. I'm thinking oh, yeah. about. I'm thinking of Netherlands. <laughs> Netherlands Holland, I'd say. Be, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> that, it wasn't a, an
0: I
2: you should have been picked.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were there were a couple of good saves though made by both keepers, but yeah, they like could have done more on a lot of the a lot of the goals that expect, actually went in.
1: That's the thing you probably don't expect. I know a couple of them were sus from the Macedonian keeper, but you kind of don't you expect that. Expect from it as much. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. The, the last goal or the second goal, I think. Where it was a as a header, I think, and he yeah. he got a hand to it, but it just wasn't strong enough. And you're like, ah, yeah, it's, it's about right.
2: So fast forward to Austria's second goal, and like this this Austria team is okay, but there's a couple of stars in yeah. there. One of them is David Alaba, and that ball for the goal, like holy oh, shit, you could set your watch to that. My
1: god, oh yeah, there was shape on it. Oh yeah, yeah. this does everything. Started at centre back and then just drifted out to the left wing and was whipping in some of the best balls you've ever seen. Him. Can, I, can feel I like yeah? Go on. Sorry,
0: can I take you back? Actually, to, I, I I've got a question for all of you. What is a better cross? Is it that David Alaba one or is it the first one from Sabitzer? That was I think that might have been oh, even better. Shit, that yeah. that ball he put across was he rocked, It was like the opposite of Alaba's, which was like a nicely curled cross yeah. a, a behind the defence. And Sabitzer's, oh, was just an on. absolute. Laser, and then yeah. hit first time as well. What that a bit- was
1: so good? The the technique to to finish that was unbelievable. But um, that's one aspect of it. But preceding that, the athleticism he showed mm. to, to jump, steady his body, and then just touch that in. Oh, the first absolute one, absolute technique. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a nice finish. Oh, that yeah. was so lush.
2: Um And then then we go to your moment, Sean. And I'm <laughs> that, was, that was honestly that was a lovely bit of build up play. But then no, everyone just forgot about the goal because he just went crazy.
1: He mm. lost it. <laughs> yeah, um, he's known throw- for that too. Um keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him. Throw-ins yeah,
0: yeah. seem to be a good source of uh, attacking moves here in the in the game so far. Like England had about how four good or five Englands? like good thro- throw ins that um mm. good chances, and then that uh, last Austrian goal was off a throw-in as well. It's just like the
1: ball in flick over, and then Novic is in scores. Yeah, it's a real trend in in uh, football at the moment. I was saying to you guys how Liverpool went out and spent a bunch of cash on that throw-in. Uh, ball retention expert and that mm. sort of helped them. It led to like twelve goals throughout the season or something. Just be doing casual work for Euro teams. Yeah, this, everyone's this got summer. onto it. Like they realize that if you can can retain, retain the ball from a throw in, it's it's as good as any other set play almost.
2: I'm um I'm pushing hard for a rule change in the summer to go to kick ins. Oh, like yeah. James James Ward's press value will go up it'll be worth four hundred mil if you can kick in from throw ins. <laughs> yeah. Like at PSG are gonna be sniffing around in Mbappe, So many trade. more goals. Especially yeah.
0: if he goes to be a free agent.
2: Yeah, oh, exactly. Declan Carroll
1: back up as well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, um, all right, so great result for Austria three one. So I think that's pretty much to be expected. So let's move on to probably the game of the tournament so far: Netherlands three, Ukraine two. Barney, your boy Dumfries, he had an absolute shitload of chance in this game, didn't he?
0: Yeah. How exciting was he down the right side? Holy crap! So yeah, he, he, yeah. he, he missed an absolute like sitter at the back stick there on the header, and he. Uh, I think he actually. Uh, it would have been better if he didn't touch it at all. Like the, the amount <laughs> he missed it, but I was so poor. Just falling. But yeah, it. it was. Um, it was. Netherlands were like dominant from the start here. Like it, within the first ten minutes, they had about four or five good chances. Um, especially that run from Depay in the uh in the in the second minute. Little Meg, where, yeah, yeah, that Meg in yeah. the run, and probably should have laid it off a bit earlier, but still very impressive uh, that run that early, but um. Yeah, I think Netherlands were very dominant first half and probably disappointed to come in nil at halftime. Um, but then, yeah, came out came out uh, strong early in the second and got a couple of goals. But I just I was very impressed with Netherlands with how like sort of quick and and fast they went down on the outside and they were just mm-hmm. like um, they they like lots of players overloading the wings and just knocking balls out to him and then cutting in um, quick crosses low and hard and they just um really caused Ukraine some problems there.
1: Can can anyone tell me what they were doing um, in the back line? Like I couldn't work out are they were they a three, were they a four? And then like why were they making so many changes in their back line and then Ake came on to play at centre back but then found himself on the left wing at various stages. Like I have so no idea what about was going on what they were doing. They are limited, we were saying a little bit limited back there at the moment. So, maybe they're just like, mm. that's because they, they were really good going forward. I thought they were fantastic going forward, to be honest. I, like, they were better than I expected them to be. And yeah, mm. but they did, I guess, maybe a bit frail at the back. So, they're trying to experiment a little bit. I don't know. So, the missing Van and well. who else? Delitt was Sorry. missing. Delit was oh, missing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, think, for... I think they're
2: trying to balance things out there with that because... Yeah, it seemed really obscure, and it was like honestly, it was like a throwback to the seventies with like a total football thing where I couldn't put my finger on where, where people were playing. I was That's
1: what I was doing. Yeah, yeah I was watching yeah, the ducks. What What's that he doing? I can't work that out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Go and push on daily. Go. on. yeah.
1: It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a fluid, a fluid backline. Yeah, yeah, Steffenberg <laughs> playing a false nine. Yeah,
2: I'd love to see a fluid backline against Italy. Get fucking absolutely <laughs> spanned.
1: <laughs> I'm excited about the the Dutch. Going forward in the tournament, though, I think they are better, yeah, like I said, better than I thought they were going to be, so I'm like kind of keen to see if they can right. beat some better teams. So
2: skip, skip, skip everything else. Let's talk about Yarmolenko's goal. Holy shit,
1: that defied oh, physics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he left-footed? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Heavily. Yeah. have to be. Oh,
0: heavily. Yeah. <laughs> like heavily left-footed. Heavily left-footed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, unbelievable strike. He, he hit that yeah. so well, and t- as top corner as you can get it, and there was no way Stecklenburg, yeah. the... <laughs> Netherlands up one <someone laughs> keeper was saving that. Does Krull
1: save that? That's my question. <laughs> Only if it's I, a pen. I don't yeah. think
2: so. it, it was so perfectly like outside the post too and then came back in and the way they showed it, I was like, you, you couldn't have saved that three keepers.
1: No, No, I don't no. think so. Yeah, so that was nice. That's a little
0: highlight for them. The second Ukraine goal was nice as well. I think the ball was whipped in at a great pace and then got on too well by the striker who finished with a nice header. And they were buzzing at that stage, but then unfortunately couldn't hold on to the lead. And uh, it, was it, uh, it was Dumfries. Dumfries yeah, got good. Denzel mm, yeah. Could, yeah, he You had could to.
1: physically see um, hearts breaking in the Ukraine team when he scored <laughs> that goal. Do you see how angry Zinchenko was? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Zinchenko was the
2: one that straight away kind of He was devastated. Yeah. He, he,
1: he like, got like, physically dominated. So angry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he got absolutely outjumped by Dumfries and yeah. Unfortunate for Zinchenko.
1: He got moved around a lot as well. I found that like he, he played um at, in centre mid, and then he was playing out in the left a little bit as well. Like Maybe that, he's I, just drifting like, out there. I, don't know. I think he's sort of like that. A LARBA sort of role because they're like big names in average teams. They can kind of just roam about and do what they want. Just go when needed. Yeah, yeah. Just turn yeah. to the
2: bench and say that's not what Pep says, and just do yeah. He wants. yeah, yeah. I could, I could say. That. So Austria top of the group initially. So we've got them first, Netherlands second, Ukraine third, and North Macedonia sitting last. But we'll see how long that's the case. Mm. So let's change gears a little bit, guys, and go to the preview. So Barney, I know you've got your tartan army scarf out. Scotland, Scotland Czech, the Re- Czech Republic, who do you like? Give me a quick score. And how many Scotty McTominay gonna not home?
0: <laughs> oh this one oh, I think s I think it's gonna be a draw. Like one all, I reckon this will be. I yep. can't see either team really getting past the other. They're both sort of on the same level for me. Um not too inspiring, but yeah, it should be should be one all. It's a, it's a, in Scotland, isn't it, as well? I, I believe. End of part, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's solid be good, 3 0. Then good for them. I've noticed that it's a bit of a trend It seems with a, a lot of the bigger teams who are playing at home uh, are really buzzing off this uh, being like in front of big crowds. Yeah, finally. And that, and so they're like, I think they're, I think you see a lot of the bigger teams who get to play at home have
1: good wins. It feels so like an extra this, this special space. occasion. Yeah. Yeah. What and, you uh, thinking, Josh. No, I reckon. No, I reckon Scotland are going to win this one. Obviously, I've got them as my dark horse. So I kind of have to back them in here, but <laughs> I, 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 I want to see them win because I'm, I'm keen to see them do well. They're my dark horse, and I do think they're slight. They are slightly better than Czech Republic, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh,
2: Sean, is there fans at this game?
1: Uh yes, I think there's fans at this game. I think the capacity might be twenty five percent.
2: Oh shit! It's going to be uh, bouncing. Yeah, for, it's 13,000
0: they're allowed in max at Hampton Park. Just probably twenty five percent yeah.
2: Yep. Everyone of them. Yeah.
1: Re- Who do you reckon, Sean? Um, I think I've got Scotland. I mean, they've got a lot of left backs, which is, <laughs> I mean, just the right amount of left backs for me. So, <laughs> the opposite um, of me. No, I'm, I'm excited to see um, Billy Gilmore um, play. I think he'll probably start, which um, I'm excited about. And I just, yeah, um, Scotland just... I think they'll be too athletic for the Czechs yeah. and we'll probably get it done.
2: Yeah. You just
0: d- know you just know they're gonna crowbar in all those left backs as well. Oh yeah. They're the best players. Yeah, I yeah, think
2: I think you'll see I think Robinson will play a bit higher and Tierney will probably be in below, and then I just don't think once they get out there, they just don't care. Um
1: McTominay, job. where's Jonathan, he going? Can, is he playing right side centre back or is he gonna play in uh, the middle?
2: He'll play in the middle. He'll be the sixpence in the Christmas pudding.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> nice.
2: But him and, him and Johnny McGinn linking up in there. Honestly, I can't wait. I reckon the Scots will get home just based on the fact they have a crowd.
1: Yeah, that's huge, I reckon. Fair call. Fair, cool. fair yeah. cool.
2: All right, let's move on. So Poland versus Slovakia. Sean, who have you got in this one? Lewandowski, to uh, get your shirt off?
1: Yeah, I think you've just got to go with um, Poland and Lewandowski in this. I don't think Slovakia are going to um, trouble too many teams within this tournament. So, yeah, you've got to go towards Poland. Barney? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Poland to win this one. i um, hoping Lewandowski gets his shirt off so he can just be in awe of that specimen. But um, yeah, Slovakia, outside of Marikamsk, I don't think there's much going on in that team.
1: No, yeah, I, I, I'll agree with the boys. I think uh, it's a pretty cut and dry one. This one like won't be anything too exciting, but Poland will probably get out with 2-0 or something. Yeah, I'm
2: with I'm with you. Yeah, I think Poland will win this one. There's nothing that yeah. excites me about Slovakia. So let's move on to Spain versus Sweden. Sean, who do you like in this one? <sighs>
1: Jeez, I mean, it's hard to pick because I want to understand what, like, who's coming in for Spain. Yeah, Um, what kind of players are they actually missing? I don't think I really understand that yet, Um, and and see who they're playing. So, I think yeah, it's difficult, but it's hard to go against Spain um, if they're even half strength. I think so. I'm probably going to go towards uh, Spain, but. Yeah, I mean, even if the players are available, um, I wonder what type of effects um, COVID will still have on them. We've seen some players, as you say, just play the next week and and look fine. Mane was an example of that, um, where he sort of played the next week and and looked fine, but we've seen it knock some other players around. So, yeah, interesting to see what type of effect it has on the Spanish team. Yeah, I think uh, depending on the COVID situation and who lines up for Spain, it kind of almost seems like Sweden's game to lose if if the twenty like the twenty ones come out for example, but at the same time I can see them getting all fired up and, and potentially winning the Spanish under twenty ones. If it's like if it's an entire team of the twenty ones like that always all play no, together think, type thing.
2: Yeah, I think it's just Busquets and Diego Llorente that's missing for Spain, and then I oh, know okay. Sweden have Kulusevski out, who's probably their best player. So
1: I'm gonna go Spain. I don't want
2: to influence you. Yeah, I don't want to influence you, Barney, but what do you think?
0: I mean, I am hoping that the under 21s turn up because then I'm halfway to my interesting event prediction (laughs) from that. So I'm hoping for the under 21s turn up, but yeah, they probably won't. Like you say, it'll just be a couple out. I think Spain will probably win this one, but I think it could be a potentially high scoring win, like a three two like we saw with Netherlands. I think Sweden have a bit of a banana peel for some of these teams. They have some good players in there. Um yeah, a bit disappointing that Kozlowski's out, but they still got a few other good players.
1: Quick stat on Sweden: Sweden's only goal in Euro twenty sixteen was an own goal scored by the Republic of Ireland. So they've oh, gone many years without scoring in the Euros. That's yeah, that's and rough. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna go with that, and I'm gonna say this will finish nil all. So oh,
1: there we go. Yeah, that. first big It'll...
2: one. Yeah, don't watch it; won't be worth it. But it is on at five am Australia time. So that's a
1: good time. Though. That's yeah, the only thing. Yeah.
2: All right, so I'm going to go next one. Hungary versus Portugal, Sean. I'll go to you because you've made the outlandish claim that Cristiano Ronaldo will not score at
1: these Euros. <laughs> bold. bold? Um,
2: that, is, that is bold, isn't it?
1: Yeah, okay, no, it's bold and, and brave by me. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? like when you're surrounded by cowards, it's, it's easy to stand up. It's like no. like starting Trippier at left back. It's brave. <laughs> bold. Um, that was definitely not my claim, um, but I think they. I think Hungary will get battered. I, I think Hungary will get battered in this game, and um, I think they'll get. Batted against Germany and France as well. I think they are genuinely going to be the whipping boys, and I fear for Hungary in this tournament. Yeah. The- I couldn't, I it took the words right out of my mouth. Couldn't agree more with that, Sean.
2: Will Ronaldo pinch one?
1: Yeah. Oh. At least a pen. <sighs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe Jonathan get a, free, John, a John free kick. brace. Really going really
0: against, against the odds. <laughs> Yeah.
2: What do you reckon, Barney?
0: I hope Ronaldo scores an absolute 40 yard screamer in the first two minutes, just for <laughs> Sean's sake. But, yeah, I, I I agree that Portugal will win this one quite easily. They've got far too much for Hungary to deal with.
2: Will he score more than once?
0: In this Ronaldo? game? Or- yeah, in
2: this game. Uh,
0: nah. I think if he doesn't score more than two, he'll be so annoyed. Yeah. I, I he'll, think be, he'll-, he'll be screaming will be screaming With his teammates. teammates.
1: What, yeah. what do you do if you're Portugal? Do you roll out like full strength team and and sort of show your hand to France and Germany a little bit, or do you sort of rotate or leave one or two out who might be carrying, might be a little bit fatigued from the big season? Go
0: for goal difference right out of the gate. Yeah, okay. I think you got. Yeah, you got to you got to go for it straight up, and you got to get like a if you get like a four or five nil win here under your belt, like how good's that first but that, game? That
2: almost gets you through to the next round if you win four or yeah. five nil here, and you can lose the other games because you've got those goals in the bag.
0: Canada is a third qualifier. Well,
1: that, that's—I think we spoke about that, didn't we? I think the yeah. one of the third place teams is probably going to come from this group because the chances are you're going—every team's going to beat Hungary and at least have three points. And then mm. realistically, you can go through on this group with three points. So, mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: really hoping Ronnie uh, gets out there on those Bruno Fernandez passes. So we're all ready for season 2021 in the Premier League. No
1: Jota, up. I don't think. Yeah, I think he might be on the pawn. Oh. Really. That hurts my uh, goal, <laughs> golden boot get, prediction. He's
2: not going to get golden
1: boot. <laughs> bad call. Bad call from manager. Super sum. Uh
2: All right. So let's move on to the game of the tournament thus far. France versus Germany. Sean, who do you like in this
1: one? Uh, you can't go past the frogs, I don't think. Um, not only for the for this game, but I've tipped them for the... For the Tawny. You know, I've run the supercomputer that's in my head, and um, I think that's, (laughs) I think they'll win this. Uh, And like, I'm probably going to go Germany to probably finish third, and they'll either obviously get knocked out of the tournament if they finish third, or they'll sneak through on one of those um, third place playoffs. So, yeah, I think um, France will beat everyone, and it's really between Germany and um, Portugal in this group. Yeah. I uh, I think I think France will win this one. Um I don't think they're going to smash them It'll be like I reckon a 2-1, 2-1 to France, but an entertaining game, I hope. But Yeah, I I um
0: this will be a great match, but I, I I don't know. I think Germany might nick one here. Have you seen the all the commotion going on in the France camp at the moment? Mbappé and Giroud aren't getting along. Benzema's mm. still yeah, there. Yeah, Mbappé hates so, him. <laughs> so, yeah, they're Ruff. like there are, it could be the start of an implosion here, possibly. Who knows? Not to read into it too much. So I'm going to, I'm going to go the opposite way and tip Germany for a win. Yeah, fair. fair.
2: Yeah, look, I'm bravely going to go out and I'm bravely going out and I'm going to say Germany are going to win this game. For Jürgen Lowe.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Be really brave and say how much. How much by? Uh,
2: they'll win 2-1. France, uh, France have never lost with Kante and Pogba playing center midfield together. So this will be their first loss together. I think Germany will win this one and surprise everyone.
1: Benzema up top or you got Giroud up top?
2: You've got to go Benzema if he's available, don't you?
1: He's just better. Is, I think so. Bit is, of injury is, scared is, in the last game, but he should be okay.
0: Mm. Is it brave if I've just said Germany are going to win? And then you copy him. Not uh, if I don't you think say
1: it.
2: No, no, if I so say, quite, not, if I say it first,
0: brave. then you follow me and say it. I don't know. It just, yeah. doesn't, just doesn't seem right to me.
2: Yeah, but not <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so brave opinion from me. I'm going with Germany. So, um, and I'm the host. So, look, give me a couple of quick ones for the last two here, boys. So we have got Fin. Oh shit, Finland, Russia. Give me a quick. Just give me a quick score, Halsey. Go.
1: Ah, Russia, two nil.
2: Barney.
0: Finland, one 0 with one shot on target.
1: <laughs> what, surely not. Nil nil snooze fest.
2: Yeah, yep, I'm with you, Sean. Terrible. All right, Turkey Wales, Halsey.
1: Turkey redemption one 0 bun. Yeah, Turkish
0: redemption. I reckon three one. Short
1: Turkish delight two one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going with Wales because I'm brave like that. Next one quickly. Italy versus Switzerland.
1: Italy three 0 again. Bun. <sighs> yeah, I think
0: Italy will dominate this one again. short probably, Yeah.
1: I'm going with your Dark Horses job, Italy. Four-time World Cup winners, Italy. Um, <laughs> I've been in 29 games now um, and I think they'll do a real number here. And so if you're looking for some value in your multis, um, Surprise get, everyone. get plus 2.5 on this.
2: Yeah. So I'm also going for the underdog that could. Um, I'm going to go with Italy in this one. So this, one, so the underdog that has. That <laughs> has <laughs> yeah. on a number of occasions. Um, right, so Ukraine, North Macedonia. Barney, I know this fixture's is close to your heart. So who do you like in this one?
0: Yeah, is this the derby of the newly formed countries?
2: Ukraine is it's- not a newly formed country.
0: <laughs> Just <Isn't-> under contention. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be a non-existent country. Uh I think uh Ukraine here. Yeah. I, this be Ukraine here. I agree, I think- Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine.
1: Sean, um, I think you're probably gonna see um Ukraine do a number on North Macedonia here. I think they did rather well in their last game and also another tip for this one is that the crowd should be rather quiet in this one. No empty. nothing no no fans kicking off or anything like that in, inside the stadium. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, it's going to be ugly game. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ukraine in this one as well. So next one Denmark versus Belgium. So if they if Denmark are going to be galvanized, it has to be now. What do you think, Bart? <laughs>
0: Uh no, nah, I think Belgium are gonna roll over him here. This could be a a um bit of a shock for Denmark. I don't I don't I don't think that this the Ericsson
1: incident's gonna galvanize him. I think it's gonna send him the other way. So yeah, Belgium, easy win. Yeah, I I agree. I think Belgium are gonna win it and I think everyone's gonna feel bad for Denmark and want them to win, but I just think they don't have, they won't have it. Sean? Sure, no. Yeah. Uh Belgium three two. Nice. Okay. Three, I'm, gonna
2: go, I'm going with the Great Danes um, to surprise everyone just based on the back of everything that's happened and pinch one because I don't think Belgium are as good as everyone thinks they are. All right. So, Netherlands, Austria. Sean, who do you like in this one?
1: 2-2. Uh, two, two. And a very entertaining game, I'm tipping. Arnautovic awesome. uh, to pop someone. I reckon 3-2 to, the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to the Netherlands only because Arnautovic gets himself sent off at two all, and then the Dutch go on to, to score the yeah. you know, third.
2: So does he, hit, does he hit his teammate or does he hit someone from the opposition?
1: The guard, gap- uh, both.
0: Yeah. <laughs> both both in one swing. Yeah, left, right, right. <laughs> all
2: right, right. <laughs> Barney, Barney, what do you reckon? Uh,
0: I, think, uh, I think this would be a draw as well. I think this might be a high-scoring draw. Um, I think both are, can be exposed in the back line. Oh, I like it's a draw in this it.
1: game because I think um, a draw works for both teams. Mm. Ooh, yeah, if that makes sense. So, yeah. golden handshake at the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh wow, yeah. it's early to be suggesting match fixing. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've just had the French
1: open. <laughs> I think you said it last pod. <laughs>
2: yeah, Um All right, Hot so I am going to go. I am going to go with Austria in this one. Um, I think all that jiggery pokery going on at the back for the Netherlands, I just don't trust it.
1: Um, <laughs> so
2: I think I think this fluid is going to be an upset. Yeah, the, the fluid back four, the fluid eleven, the total football, whatever it is, it just doesn't work for me. Um, I want to see four four two. can we have a
1: multi or just yeah Yeah, nice I've got a a multi after um, Barney lost everyone their money and don't worry he's already tweeted that he'll repay everyone all their bets just send your screenshots in Um, (laughs) (laughs) so to get the confidence up because we're pretty flat at the moment tip wise um, and have been for a a long time to be (laughs) fair Um, so to get the confidence up I've gone with a couple of bankers here Um, so I've gone Poland to beat Slovakia and I've gone Portugal to beat Hungary,
0: God, so hopefully up.
1: pretty safe. Ten dollar S- dues, as Barney says, will get you back twenty four fifty. Yeah, um, build on that, and I've gone a little boost on that one, so um, to get that extra Ooh, kick in there, the and hopefully, um, yeah, we get we get some value out of this because otherwise we're gonna have to go back to um, you know tipping something like that's really obvious, like Ronaldo scoring in the opening game or something like that. <laughs> not to you or, apparently, Sean. Yeah,
2: or not at all in the <laughs> tournament, Sean.
0: <laughs> yeah. <You> idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Alright, all
2: right, so that'll do us. Um so if you want to get in touch with us, email is football played on paper uh, at gmail.com, Facebook football played on paper, Instagram at football on paper, and Twitter at football on pods. Any more?
1: Just send send in your weekly happenings. Um um, if Everyone out there, send in your weekly happenings and we'll cover it on the show. Yeah.
2: All right. Bye-bye. Some Man City fan apparently slugged him.
1: Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30 huh?
2: He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout.
1: Watch,
0: watch, rumbles on. Pina Colada, large one.